Hi, my name's Stephanie Chivers and I teach people how to stop drinking. Welcome to my podcast, There Is No Magic Button. Essentially, it's chapters from my book. So let's get started with the introduction and chapter one. So this podcast is for you if you want to gain some control of your life, if you're too busy, tired, eating too much rubbish, not doing enough exercise, drinking too much, or life has just got difficult for you. Essentially, we're gonna start with alcohol, but as you'll find out, that's just the beginning. I get asked so many questions all the time, so I thought I would put some of the answers into a book. I can't fit all of it into one book, so maybe there will be another one. For now, this book will give you practical things you can do to help yourself, increase your understanding of why you do what you do, it will motivate you and foster the belief that you can change. This will allow you to start making small changes in your life today. It won't take up too much of your time. The things you will learn, you can apply to your everyday life. And sometimes it's just hearing about other people's stories that can inspire you to make changes. The changes don't have to be big, but if you start doing them every day, you will begin to feel better. You will start to feel more in control, sleep better, feel healthier, create some space to figure out what you want and live your life. If there is one thing I've learned since I've been paying attention, and I've been paying attention for some time now, watching and listening to people, it's that anything is possible for anyone. Yes, that means you as well. I've seen it, I promise. People from all walks of life and backgrounds, they've made changes. They've cut out their bad habits and addictions that we're taking them away from doing what they really want to do. Sometimes you're so far away from what you want to do, you've forgotten. When they did this, it cleared the way for so much more. Just imagine how much more time and energy you will have. Listen to the podcasts, consume it, make a note of the bits that really work for you, interest you, and then go back to the podcasts that really motivate you. I'm not saying stop. Well, I might do at some point. <laughs> or reduce or moderate. It's your choice. Obviously, I want you to be happy and healthy. I know the more alcohol-free days you have, the better you will feel. When people drink less or take a break, they achieve so much more. Essentially, this book is about teaching, helping and inspiring you to live your life in whatever form works for you. Change is possible for you. I'm going to keep saying that. But you do need to take action if you really want your life to be different. So what this book is about and what do I know? So ever since I've been a child, I've listened to people talk about their lives. As a little girl, I would sit playing my imaginary games all the time listening to women talk. Talk about their relationships, their children, love, families. It's just something I've always done. An old friend of mine calls me a listener because people just come to me and start telling me their story. I love it. Life and the stories that surround us. The stories have patterns, repeating patterns that talk to us if we listen. And there are life lessons in the stories that we can use in our own lives to help us and to give us strength. There have been times in my life where I have really struggled and I've found solace, strength and guidance in the books of other people's lives. It's just life, after all, doing its thing. 
It's twists and turns like a good plot in a movie. Sometimes you have to sit tight and trust that something good will come out of it and there will be good moments along the way. This is one of my favourite quotes. Life is amazing and then it's awful. Then it's amazing again. And in between the amazing and the awful, it's ordinary, mundane and routine. Breathe in the amazing, hold on through the awful and relax and exhale during the ordinary. That's just living, heartbreaking, soul healing, amazing, ordinary life. And it's breathtakingly beautiful. This book is about habit. Essentially, you weren't born doing it. So if you've learnt it, you can unlearn it. It really is that simple. It's about how you can start making small changes now, right this minute, and then keep doing them until they become a habit. If you drive, think about when you first learnt how to drive. It was probably awkward. You didn't know what you were doing, which pedal was which. So much to think about in one go. But you persevered. You kept going because you wanted to learn to drive. Because it gave you something. Freedom, more job choices, easier time with the kids. Or maybe you just wanted to get out and about. So many reasons why. You kept learning because you wanted something from it. You had something to aim for. Freedom, maybe. Also, when you start a new job with a new routine, you have to get up early. Initially, it's hard. Then after a while, you just wake up anyway. It started off being difficult. You kept doing it and then it just happened. Habit is also about you, what you can change, what you can control. It puts you at cause, not effect. Now, this is important. Are you living your life like a ping pong? I know I did for quite some time, bouncing from one thing to the next, not really paying attention. I'm passionate about making sure you have access to good information that gives you everything you need to live the life you want. Change is possible for anyone. Yes, even you. I'm going to keep saying it. I can't give you everything in one book. I'm going to give you enough to get started and for most of you, that will do it. One of the many other things I've learned from myself and working with others is what you are capable of when you stop spending time on your bad habits. Maybe you spend your time drinking regularly or just too much at the weekends. When you drink, that's what you're doing, drinking, not very much else. But also it's affecting your health, weight, sleep, mood, finances, and many other things. Maybe you just feel sluggish and not very good about yourself. I guarantee if you stop drinking for a little while or significantly reduce, you will feel so much better. Sleep better, lose weight, feel healthier, get a spring in your step, improve your mood and think of the money you will save. With the thousands of people I've worked with across the board, it's a no-brainer. People stop drinking for a while and they feel so much better. There are so many benefits. Nine out of 10 people feel better. Those that don't are sometimes people who have an underlying mental health problem or childhood trauma and life was difficult before they started drinking and they drink to manage those problems. If this is you, 
if you stop drinking and you get all the basics in place, you know, make the changes, but even after three months you're still struggling, please get help, professional help. There are some great therapists out there. There is no need to suffer. Drinking will only make your problems worse. Imagine what you can do if you feel better emotionally and physically and you have more time available in your life. It clears space for you to fill it with something you want to do. I practice what I preach. I use the techniques I've learned to help me live my life the way I want to, but I am definitely not perfect. So if you've learnt it, you can unlearn it. My story. There are several things that have made a difference to my life, but coaching and NLP, that's Neuro Linguistic Programming, are the techniques that have really made a difference and continue to do so for me. There's also been some education and information along the way that has helped. Learning about the facts, that bit's really important, about alcohol, units, health risks and its impact on behaviour. This has been a big motivator for me, remembering this. In my day-to-day -day work and life, I repeat a lot of this information daily, so it acts as a reinforcement for me. Repetition is the mother of success, as long as the information is good. Although I know a lot about the 12-step approach and I have a lot of respect for it, it didn't sit well with me personally. I don't want to have a disease, I don't want to label myself as an addict, and I don't want to say that I am in recovery. I'm a person that has learned skills that enable me to have choice and live the life I want. I know what I've done wrong. I can't change the past. It doesn't support me to repeat it and feel the guilt and shame. However, I can be better here and now, and that feels good. I think coaching in NLP has worked for me because it made sense to me, and ultimately, that's what any support is about. If it fits for you and makes sense, use it. It makes sense to me because it has taught me to understand who I am, but also more importantly, it has given me the tools to change the bits of me that aren't working properly. I have a story of change. Some people would call it recovery. I have a big thing about the language you use. For me, it's more about how I changed my behaviour and then in turn my life for the better. I don't call myself an addict either. I don't like the word. And I'm guessing a lot of other people who are struggling with their drinking don't see themselves as addicts either. I've been around alcohol and drugs since I was a teenager. I suspect most people my age grew up like that. However, for us, it continued. I used drugs and alcohol and behaved badly at times. Throughout different periods in my life, Sometimes I had a lot of fun, but also made some very bad choices as a result of my emotional state due to my lifestyle. I wasn't paying attention. Now I only have an occasional drink and I've had a long period of complete abstinence, which I strongly believe in to get you started. Very early on after my big change, I noticed the difference in my emotions how I could see and feel things clearly, and the clarity was and still is amazing. I very rarely get confused or am a slave to my emotions. I get a kick out of being alcohol-free 99% of the time. 
My story of change started with one of the worst and best days of my life. It started off as the worst, obviously, and in that cliched way, I hit my rock bottom, my low point. Everyone has one, and it's at different levels for all of us. Mine was a short stay in custody before Christmas. I drank a huge amount, however, I'd been drinking daily for a while. I didn't feel drunk as I had a high tolerance due to the regular drinking. I was arrested on a drink drive charge or drunk drive charge, depending on where you live. And I'm not proud to say it, it wasn't the first time I had driven under the influence of alcohol and other substances over the years. Initially, I was furious. How dare they arrest, arrest me? Who did they think they were? That was the alcohol speaking. Then came the realisation they weren't going to let me out. It hit me. What had happened to my life? How had I ended up there? How had I let things get this bad in that moment? I took full responsibility for my behaviour. It was my fault, all of it. I had got me there, no one else. I was devastated. The guilt kicked in as I have two children. I'm a mum with an ex-husband willing to do anything to get back at me. And I had just given him everything he needed. I was done for. The police said because I was so far over the limit, I was looking at a three month prison sentence. I was petrified. I hardly survived in a cell, let alone three months. I would lose my children, my job, my house, everything I'd worked so hard to keep. Bizarrely at the time, and at many other points in my life, I've had many successes as well. I went up and down like a roller coaster. The success at that time was just starting my NLP practitioner course. I know, try not to laugh too much at the double standards of my life, but it's an important point as so many people live like this. Great jobs, great parents, but parts of their life are chaos. It's just not working. I had discovered NLP when I was in my early 20s. A friend of mine was dying and was receiving free therapy to help him with the process. The therapy was NLP and he would come home and tell me all about it. I was fascinated and it made perfect sense to me. How the way you think about things affects your life, but you have to believe it as well. I read books, did some training courses, doing the courses and learning started to change me. This wasn't my motivation initially, I was just following my heart. At the point where I got arrested, I was awarded some funding and had just started my NLP practitioner, something I'd wanted to do for a long time. I'd worked hard to get there. On the first day of my training, the trainer had my number. I nearly didn't start the course as I'd been out the night before and drank too much. I was late and hungover, which is not conducive to learning. When I got out of custody, I called him. It was a very simple, quick call. Please help me, I can't do this anymore. He asked me what was happening. I told him, I'm ruining my life and I want to stop. I don't know what's wrong with me. It's like some sort of self-sabotage mission. He agreed to come and see me a few days later. He spent 30 minutes with me using NLP techniques. That was it. I'd had enough. I wanted to change, but I didn't know how. He gave me a kickstart. Then I worked at it. 
I have a good understanding of addiction. I've been around it from the age of 15. I have friends who have stopped. I knew what I needed to do. I restricted myself. I stayed away from the action. I kept myself safe. I did this for quite a long time. I did relapse massively a few days after, then again a couple of years later. However, now it is no longer an issue. I can drink occasionally, but I have respect for it. I know if I let myself, I could easily drink every day, but I don't let myself because I don't want to live like that. It's a waste and I choose to not feel like that. I applied myself to my job and my training and did really well. I became a better mother and focused on my children and they gave me hell for years. I did at my home, paid off my debts, stayed away from the men with lots of free booze and fun for me. I discovered partner dancing and that became my thing. I became a really good drug and alcohol worker. I'm a master practitioner of NLP and a coach now. I love my work. I love helping people to live happier, healthier lives. It's such a buzz. It wasn't all plain sailing though. My ex-husband continued to make me pay and made my life extremely difficult for years. But living without alcohol in my life was incredibly satisfying because I no longer enabled him to get the better of me because I was straight, clear, in charge of my emotions and strong in myself. I know who I am. I continue to apply the techniques I've learned in my training and practice and push myself to be the best I can be. But I know that I need to be careful, always checking my blind spot. I love alcohol, I like the taste, I like how it feels. However, I like it too much, and let's be honest, a lot of people do. It's just when I drink, I'm an idiot, and I do stupid things I would never do when I'm not drinking. It's also highly physically and psychologically addictive. So if you like it and get a taste for it, you are just going to want to do it a lot. It's just one of those things. Same with any drug. The information I have is based on my training, working with amazing people, what I've learned and applied to my own life, but also from having supported, taught and watched thousands and thousands of people make changes and what it took for them to do so. This book, these chapters contain what I have learnt, or some of it anyway. Remember that falling down is part of life, but getting back up is living. See you soon for chapter two.